Welcome back to These Amazing Places. This is show number 48 for the week of March 23rd. This is Adam and Doug, and unfortunately it's been a rough week for me, and hence the kind of a short talk here, but that's all right. Yeah, Adam will break completely down if we ask too much out of him here. So, uh, (laughs) hey, I'm going to shout out some contact information for you real quick, as we do every single week. And uh, that contact information is, you can email us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com if you'd like. You can go to our website. You can uh, go to our contact page, put in some information there, get a hold of us. You can catch up with us on Twitter, and that is twitter.com. Uh, let's see, amazing places, not these. And uh, let's see here. I think that's pretty good for now. So uh, let's move on. Okay, stick with us. All right, Doug, so what are we doing this week? Okay, we're going to do something a little different, and that different is going to take us to something of the past. And something of the present. Then something that's a little out there. And all of them are underneath of one roof or many roofs in one location. Okay. So, uh, As I mentioned before, but I didn't really mention, this week we're going to be not at Disney. We're going to be at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. That's in Dayton, Ohio, and uh, a lot of people maybe have heard of it. Obviously, the uh, base is is named, uh, well, it was actually named after uh, the Wright brothers, but then later on also uh, co-joined with with the Patterson name. Now, of course, I've forgotten his name. Uh, But anyway, he was a man who, during World War II, was uh, doing test piloting of a plane within on that on that base and the plane crashed killing him and so of course then they named part of the base after him so i know we're kind of flying off the cuff here one of my questions is since i was in kitty hawk in north carolina and we've done a show on that how much is the right brother how much information in the entire uh, Air Force Base and Museum is Wright Brother? Very oriented? little. Very little? Yeah, I okay. think the only reason why they did it is, as, as we mentioned, if everybody goes clear back to when we did the, uh, the uh, North Carolina shows and we did the one on uh, the Wright Brothers, uh, there's kind of this battle between, uh, uh, between states, and Ohio is one of those states as to who really owns the Wright Brothers. Hmm. And so Dayton and s- they is grew where they up. were from. Uh, right. Yeah, they grew up in Dayton, but they were born in Indiana. But their bicycle shop, though, was in Dayton. Yeah. Is that correct? Their bicycle shop. so that's shop. kind of yeah. where Dayton lays their claim to the first in flight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was North Carolina, yeah, and Ohio, and those are the two places. And so I think, uh, anyway, there's kind of this little silent battle that goes on between states. And so part of it is, you know, the base is named after them. Okay. But, uh, so move on through. As you'll see. Okay. So first, yeah, I want to just go in. And there are a lot of things to do. Uh, on within this within this museum is what it is. Uh, there are several hangars, large, large hangars that you can actually go into. There are many things in there, but I'm going to just take you basically in. It's free parking, uh, free admission in. Uh, the things that you'll pay for, of course, any gift items and stuff that you would like to buy. 
uh, while you're in there. They also have an IMAX theater. And, uh, our Just audio, one or two? It's one IMAX theater. Okay, with different showings. Right. Okay. Yeah, and they kind of flip-flop them. There okay. are two movies that are playing, basically, okay. at a time there. And uh, one of them is uh, is basically a movie uh, about an underwater diving platform. Uh, so being on an IMAX uh, screen with surround sound and everything, it's actually pretty neat. Uh, and then the second one is actually a uh, pilot flying out. I think it's F-22 Raptor. But those cost money, right? Yeah, okay. And the, it, the, uh, the, the amount of money it costs to get into those is, I believe, here, six fifty per adult per movie and four fifty per child. I think a child is uh, under 12. Okay. And so that's what you'll pay for to get into. Uh, I think that it was a pretty good experience. It was well worth it. It was fun. Each movie is about uh, half an hour long. We're going to have audio from each one. And uh, as we go into the show here, that, that'll be the audio clips, and then we may throw in a couple other little things here and there. But, uh, yeah, they're well worth it. Anyway, so entering in, the uh, hangars into the museum are broken up into uh, the early years, which takes you into, of course, the only place where you're really going to see reference to the Wright brothers and okay. to early aviation. Okay. And they'll show many engines. They'll show uh, dirigibles, which are, you know, blimps. And uh, a lot of what the early flight was. Um, then you'll go into the World War One, World War Two era. As you headed into war, it makes up a lot of the planes that you'll see. And so there's huge hangars that, that house each one of these things. And they have just darn near anything you can imagine uh, in flight. And even uniforms and recordings from during those eras. Uh, from there then, you're going to go into uh let me see here then you're going to go into jet flight jet and rocket and that's a different hangar uh yeah that's also the third hangar that would okay. be your third hangar all right um also within the uh let me jump back into the second hangar uh they also go through vietnam i think no that's in the third hangar they go into vietnam but they also could have a whole exhibit on um on photography and stuff, photographers that went into the war areas, war zones during those times. Okay. That was kind of nice. It was nice in there to see a lot of the pictures and stuff that was written about the stuff that they experienced within war, not being just an everyday soldier carrying a rifle, but carrying a camera instead. So that that was pretty neat. I wanted to make sure I threw that in there. They also focused a little bit on Bob Hope. And so anybody who knows who Bob Hope is, maybe yes, maybe no. He, did, he started out really the USO tours where they took a lot of entertainers. Uh, over and uh, entertain the troops. Mm-hmm. And they still do that to this day. I think it's Wayne Newton who heads them up, and there's a lot of a lot of rock bands and stuff that go over. Yeah, I don't know. Older entertainers like Ted Nugent, Puddle of Mud has been over there. There's a lot of bands. There's a lot of different of, ones I've heard of. Yeah, yeah. Have, in fact, there's around. a group I know of that was just over in Japan, just ind- independent guys that just went over to had the fortune of going over and, and all of and that playing for them. All yeah. of that is, yeah, USO. Okay, so then this is actually for a lot of kids, um, for younger and for older, but for the younger kids, this will probably be uh, the beginning of the most fascinating part of the tour. Now, in there, we also have a little bit of an audio uh, clip that we may be able able to do from, uh, they have a simulator. Not the greatest thing, very cheap to get into, but you set inside a little vehicle and it's hydraulics and stuff like that, and they bump you around. And is it a space flight simulator? No, it's actually on a on a jet. 
Oh, a jet yeah, simulator. Yeah, kind of like what okay. you see in the IMAX. Okay. But you're within a little uh, capsule. Yeah. And moving around there. So you can do that also in that area. Then they have stealth bombers. And they have uh, a lot of experimental aircraft, which we'll have some pictures and stuff of that I took. Uh, uh, one that looks like a flying saucer. A lot of neat things. Cool. In there. Just to clarify, you said uh, which part is the kids, the fun part for the kids? Is it probably beginning into the three? third hangar? Okay, that's what yeah. I wanted to but make sure. But don't skip the other stuff because I mean, even my kids were interested in a lot of that. Okay. Um, but I just think the stuff that the, that will fascinate them the most that they can, what does I want to say that they, they'll probably feel closest to because it's closer to their lifetime than the other stuff will be the uh, be in, when you get into the jet jet okay. aircraft you'll see stealth bombers in there you'll see stealth aircraft of all different kinds uh to take some pictures of some of those there's some neat stuff and then they also go into like when they were experimenting with uh uh high altitude balloons things that i hadn't even heard of okay. but they they took these things into the stratosphere and you'll see capsules and stuff that go with those a lot of stuff like that okay so last then you go into the fourth hangar and the fourth hangar uh, is a basically a large silo, and it houses several Minuteman missiles, huge missiles. So I've got pictures of those. You'll be able to see those up on Flickr. Um, and then they explain a lot of different things about missile technology. And uh, I believe at this point the Minuteman missiles are retired. But uh, once again, just the size of these things uh, just fascinated everybody in our group. So when you get into that hangar, a lot of people, and there's actually, there's a lower story where you can stand and look at the immenseness of these things, and then you can go up onto the upper story, which takes you about halfway up the missile height, and they have some other stuff up there that you can look at. Uh, I think they have, a, I'll have a picture up of a model of a, uh, basically it would be an alert status um, uh, bunker that you would go down into, and one that they had designed. And so you'll see pictures of that. They show okay. you some things like that. Interesting. Okay. One of the questions I was thinking of is, I know they have some Air Force One airplanes in no, the area. No. Yeah, that's outside. That's outside. outside. Okay. And now I didn't get to that because when we went, it was absolutely freezing okay. outside. But yeah, you can go out and tour. There's a lot of planes and stuff that are outside on the tarmac that you can go out and tour through. But uh, I didn't get to do that just because of how cold it was. Okay. But, so that's something additional. That okay. you can do while you're there. Uh, maybe this is something to bring up at the time, and now that we're talking about it, is the hours of the the place that it's open. Obviously, you were there when it was cold out, so they're still open around all yeah, year, year round. round. Okay, so you can go inside, and probably maybe you want to even check out it during warmer weather the uh, the whole thing that way if you're in town. And yeah, this would be a good time of the year right now. Okay. There's also another thing I noticed is a lot of the personnel that work in there are retired soldiers. Okay. Which is really neat. You can, I mean, they they're dying to share with you, and so that makes it a lot of fun for the kids, and it makes it a lot of fun for everybody. Just kind of speak to them. Okay. At this point now, did you have any more questions you want to? Ask? I was just thinking about one other thing, and that is that I know that they do have an air show. They usually have an air show once a year, so yeah. that it's, can be a very busy time. That I'm sure these are already busy, like by themselves. But I mean. If you want to go when there's not people, don't go during the air show. And then, but I know at least and don't the air go to show. The air show if you can't stand heat. Yeah, because it's I've always been to hot. It twice and it's oh man, it's so hot that it's unbelievable. Okay, but I've grown up near an air show base and I've seen different things. And some of those are kind of cool to at least experience once. But 
just to throw that out there so they know what the deal is. And obviously, year-round means you can come check this stuff out anytime. So. Yeah, and it's a good time. Okay, so what about the uh, other hangar here? <laughs> okay, <laughs> now this is one that's out there. This is the out there portion that uh, we were going to talk about. And uh, there's a place there, and it is true that, that there's a, a building called Hangar 18. And the rumor is, is that uh, uh, when the Roswell incident happened in New Mexico years ago, I think it was in 47, they said that the alien spaceship crashed there and that they brought the uh, wreckage and the bodies and stuff and that they're in a secret bunker underneath of Hangar 18. Wow. So nice. For fun, you know, hey, or, or if you're into that, whatever. If so, you're into it, you probably <laughs> already know about uh, the secrets of Hangar 18 at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base. But... Uh, it's not really Area 51. It's really it's bunker Hangar 18. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so there are secrets, uh, and so they say. Yeah, uh, what was it? Several uh, people have been denied. High government officials have been denied access wow. in Hangar 18. There's <laughs> so many. There's so many rumors and stories that go on with that. So, huh. so if you go online, look it up. And you'll see both sides of it. Some people say, "Yeah, this is real." And yeah, I know people that know people. But anyway, I thought that was kind of fun when okay. I read about it. But it does show you that this is an active base and there are people on site. So it's not like this is only a tourist attraction. This is an active working base. They have, I'm sure they do practice tests and all kinds of crazy stuff throughout the year. And uh, people are there on site, you know, guarding stuff. And uh, and I think, it, correct me if I'm wrong, do you know if commercial flights can actually fly in there? Yeah, I think. No, I didn't check into that a lot. Like if you're a private pilot? And you have your I own. Think that, well, I don't. I don't even. know if commercial, but I think that um, UPS and FedEx and them okay. can use that. But I'm not sure. I would imagine. I mean, we're kind of out, and Ohio has each in, individual county has its own little little communal airport. There, you know, summer grass fields or whatever, and you know, like we have one here close by. But I'm sure a pilot ha- had his license and has his own plane could fly near and land well, and. I'll tell you, and stop, I think it's but. probably restricted air air. Base, oh, okay. Air, airspace. Yeah. And you will be, and I don't think I really got that across, you will be amazed at how large the space is. Okay. I mean, you feel like you've driven, if you drive the circle around it, you feel like you've driven around a large city. Yeah. And you have, but it's all the base. Everywhere you turn, you look, it's base. Yeah. And huh. so every time I would think that we were away from the base, I'd look, and the base was still right beside me, and I would think, this is ridiculous. Huh. So, yeah, it is a large, large place. Just because I haven't been there, could you estimate about how big the hangars are compared to the size of a football field? Like, what would oh, you say? wow, maybe, uh, well, let's say eight football fields. Eight football fields yeah, for, one, very, for one one hangar. hangar. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, that's, they're uh, very, very, very I, large. I mean, obviously, they got to hold those huge missiles and stuff well, we're talking and about. The planes, so, and the planes well, and everything. Honestly, I mean, there's huge, huge planes in there. Yeah. I just I died when I looked and thought, gee, many. Huh. And they've crammed a lot of stuff into the place. Honestly, though, too, if you get the chance, stop any personnel that's there because they they're dying to just talk about the place. They, they want to talk to people who are interested about it. So Cool. So, yeah, it would, I think it would be a lot of fun for, uh, for anybody if you take a group of kids through. Okay. To just you know find somebody to talk to you about it. One other thing I'm thinking of. Uh, what about food? <laughs> we gotta hit food somewhere. Is there yeah, anything they have a to eat? Snack stand. Just a little snack stand. Yeah, okay. and then there, of course, if you get off base, there are a lot of places, but there's no yeah. no major restaurants. Well, yeah. It's just a high dollar snack stand, and then of course they have the gift shop. Could you but, buy? 
Could you buy an MRE or anything like that? Yeah, you can in the gift shop. Oh, cool. Yeah, okay. yeah they have all that stuff in the gift shop. I mean, not that it matters. I mean, our tax dollars are paying for the yeah. MREs, and now people are buying them. <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. But, okay. Well, okay. anyway, um, now, I, I think at this point we'll probably do the audio clips, and these could be kind of lengthy. Each one is actually, we won't play the entire thing, but I, I want you to be able to get a feel for, uh, for each one. And then uh, maybe a couple other things we'll throw in there and you can just listen to it. I want you to get a feel of what this place is about. And so uh, first one, we'll probably put in the uh, underwater one. And uh, second one, then we'll do the uh, aircraft. And then who knows uh, if we can dig up some other stuff out of the audio we've got, we'll throw that in. So sit back and enjoy. We start out with a small clip from the flight simulator. There's 450 knots, 300 feet, terrain's rising. Ridge line crossing now, terrain falling back downhill, passing lead, 6 o'clock. Now a sample of the, from the movie of the space station in the IMAX theater. Doug was mistaken. He thought it was the deep sea. That was a preview. This is actually the movie they showed from the space station. What an incredible sight. A Hollywood special effect, you're thinking? But no. It's for real. It's the International Space Station. 250 miles above us right now it's being built by just a few dozen astronauts. If you'll come along with me, we'll go behind the scenes and find out how these extraordinary people do it. Okay, Chris, uh, I'm just going to head on back to the uh, Hill Bay here. A beautiful view on the port side there. outside in the vacuum of space is a dangerous business. First, you calculate all the risks. <laughs> then, you learn how to deal with them. Uh, hey, Chris, it looks like uh, I've uh, drifted off the uh, structure here a little bit. Back in. Scott, it looks like your tether is disconnected. I'm showing the pilot away from you. Scott, you headed out over the port nose of the vehicle. Looks like to be looks here on the port side. They should maybe be able to see out windows one, two, or three. Okay, I'm going for the safe. Okay, I agree. Pull the hand controller. I see it. Okay, swing out. 
Now a sample from the fighter pilot movie. Traffic uh, 350, six miles, 22,000 feet. 
the multi-role F-18 Hornet arriving from Alberta in Quebec. The British Royal Navy has flown in their famous Harrier jump jets. Represented here are not just the best pilots and aircraft, but the finest ground crews from each country. opportunity to compare themselves with other squadrons from across the United States and around the world. Okay, Doug, well, thanks for uh, giving us kind of a roundabout tour of the hangars and places around Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Dayton, Ohio. Uh, unfortunately, it's kind of been a rough week for myself. I've been sick, and hopefully everybody out there is not feeling what I caught this week, uh, fever and coughing. And It was ugly. It was, Wait, I think uh, Adam, uh, it was just, crazy. Adam described it to me as a nasty lung cough. <laughs> <laughs> it's still kind of back yeah. leftovers are there, but uh <laughs> So anyway. I, yeah, I hope that you've just get out, enjoy the nice weather, or at least it's been nice around here. In fact it was one of the nicest days when I was like in like just sick. I'm laying on the couch and I'm like, I don't even care what the weather's like. I just don't feel good and and it didn't matter to me. But anyway. Well you'll have plenty of days to get caught up on that. Yeah. So we didn't hit Disney this week because I didn't have time to research and all that jazz and Well yeah, but we, we but, need to take some breaks here and there anyway. Oh yeah, so, for sure. And we do have some of these shows already in the can, so we, we kind of want to get them out and begin to do some of those while it's still somewhat fresh in our minds. So anyway, I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, everybody get out, enjoy the weather, enjoy each other's company. And we'll catch up with you next week. Okay, thanks. See ya.
This podcast has been brought to you by theseamazingplaces.com. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be rebroadcast, edited, tweaked, stolen, pitch shifted, published, rewritten, redistributed, or otherwise changed for any reason without prior consent from theseamazingplaces.com. Unless, of course, you don't have an iPod to take with you and you need to burn a CD. After all, These Amazing Places is a 100% nonprofit podcast for anyone who wants to listen. Copyright 2008, 2009, and beyond. I'm going to go out this side. <laughs>